back to another episode of Wilco the Podcast. This is Matt Morgan, and I am joined with my partner in crime, Lance Hill. Lance, how's it going? How are you? Morgan, how you doing, man? It's like two degrees out, but <laughs> it's good to have heat. Thankful for heat tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I can relate with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I the... think we should start every episode just by talking about the weather. Yeah. I, I think we did that last time, and I, I just saw our numbers on, on uh, the analytics, you know, peak <laughs> at about two minutes in. People catch the weather update and then they're like, okay, I, I'm, yeah, I'm let's, probably good. Uh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's all right. I guess that's what we're here for. Yeah. We can probably just jump right into it tonight. We're talking about death, which is mm-hmm. a, a pretty uh, light topic, you know, not heavy at all. Um, especially in these gloomy winter months. That's usually what I like to discuss. How about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, to be honest, I've been looking forward to this episode because mm-hmm. why is that? I think because it's a topic that Wilco is unafraid to, to delve into. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that their perspective on death is unique mm-hmm. necessarily, but I would say that they are unafraid to explore it. And I don't know. This is just one of those weightier themes that they deal with. Although that being said, I think they're a band overall that is, they're both unafraid to, you know, delve into some deep topics. And at the same time, they're, they're constantly reminding their audience, we're not taking ourselves too seriously here. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think you said last time that you said something like Jeff Tweedy is a fascinating person. And I obviously agree. I I think, I think hearing him talk or write about topics like death is, is fascinating. So as we jump into this episode, I'm really excited not only to kind of you know, come through some of their lyrics, explore some of the songs, but I'm also, I'm excited to, to be able to have a conversation about death because I think it is something that many people are either thinking about or they're actively trying not to think about it. And so it, it feels like this podcast episode is a chance to just talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I try not to, I'm in the camp of not trying to think about it. <laughs> I come from a family that doesn't like to, to deal with it head on, mm-hmm. which I, you know, that's, I'm sure that's in most families, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely push it to the side. Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not a comfortable thing to talk about. And, you know, in light of you saying my family doesn't really talk about this, we don't like that. How I'm just curious how often you actually think about death. I think about it all the time, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say since I became a father all the time, you know, mm. like, just in terms of leaving behind someone I'm responsible for and someone who 
at this point in life needs me for you know necessities but i, I, and I hope for more than that but um, yeah yeah that actually reminds me of a lyric from jeff tweedy's solo album warm there's a song called don't forget and he he just kind of calls out we all think about dying don't let it kill you we all, we all think about dying don't let it kill you don't forget I won't that's forget a song that is about him his dad having having died um you know Morgan, if I may suggest something with this podcast. Make it good. <laughs> I'm being for real I'm here. Try, I'm, actually... I'm trying, man. I'm trying. Okay. Oh, no. Go, go for it. What, what you I, I'm, I want to suggest uh, kind of an amendment to the podcast. Jeff Tweedy, in some interview, has said uh, he was asked, hey, how do you decide you know, what gets on a Wilco album? How do you get to decide what gets on a solo album, et cetera? And he said, I, I honestly don't distinguish. It's really just whatever is most recently kind of written. It, if I'm working on a solo album, the song's probably going on a solo album, vice versa with Wilco. I know sometimes he puts aside songs for Wilco, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's kind of just a song by Jeff Tweedy. So in light of that, so he's not really going for like a theme on each album. Is that uh, what you're it, pr- it probably becomes that. Uh-huh. I, the reason I'm bringing that up is to say we should open ourselves up. If there's a song that deals with the theme that we're talking about, that comes from a solo album, go crazy. Sure. Is that fair? Sure. I like it. I like it. Do you want to kick us off? Do you want me to kick us off? I can kick us off. Sweet. So my, my two song choices, I'll, I'll do them one at a time, but tonight I'm going for, from uh, both of my two favorite Wilco albums. Ooh. And uh, my first choice is Company in My Back off of A Ghost is Born. So let's take take a listen to that. You learn so soul, radiant beauty, I'll curve my fight. Under your bended knees. I will always die, I will always die, I will always die So you can remember me so steady crushing down Well, shit, there's a company in my back I'm so steady crushing down Well, shit, there's a company in my back all right, so I, I, I pulled out one piece of the lyrics from there and toward the end of the song. He says, I will always die so you can remember me. So I, I've read that during A Ghost is Born, that was a pretty low point in Jeff Tweedy's life in general. Uh, I was dealing with drug addiction and anxiety and depression. And he kind of saw this album as creating kind of like a Noah's Ark if he would put enough of himself into this record, maybe someday his kids would be able to reconstruct him out of it. And, you know, I think there are a lot of themes on this album that probably deal with that reality of maybe this this might be the last album he leaves behind. 
It's a fascinating approach that he would want to leave such a personal relic for his kids. Mm -hmm. It's also just incredibly sad to think about mm -hmm. the re the reality of that, that I may not be around much longer and this might be one of the last things I make. I, you know, I hope you get to know me through it. That that's heavy. Yeah. And in a, in a way less severe way, I can, I can relate to that. Like if I were to die tomorrow, what would I leave behind for my daughter to know me? You know, if she had to put the pieces of the puzzle together as she exactly, gets older, you know, what, what would she remember of me and what would I leave behind? So she has a good picture of that. Yeah. Which, you know, just a comment on a ghost is born. Uh, he, uh, that album does have its moments of joy, which I guess if that was going to be the last thing you left your kids, you would want to not just be dark and gloomy. You know, I'm thinking right. about a, a song like hummingbird. Oh yeah. There's a ton of beautiful songs on that album. Muzzle of bees. Yeah. One of my favorite Wilco songs. Same. And then you have like tracks like I'm a wheel, <laughs> which yeah. that was on repeat a lot in 2004. <laughs> totally. Totally. I love that song. Yeah. Uh, also, just side note, since it's a Wilco podcast, I saw Wilco in Fayetteville, Arkansas, my home state. And I had requested that they play this song at the show. And they did. And it was great. One of the main reasons I like to hear this song live is because of Nels Klein's improvised guitar solo on the mm -hmm. second verse. It's kind of different every time he plays it. And uh, just, I mean, when is Nels Klein not cool? But to see him <laughs> improvise, those are some of my favorite moments with yeah. him. Side note, we saw Nels Klein together. What was that venue in Denver? It was like a... Ophelia's. Easy. Ophelia's? That's right. Yeah, that was cool. We were like right in front row. Yeah. We might have to put, post a video of that on the... Yeah. That was incredible. An Instagram I mean, he, account. He, uh, he's unparalleled in, in so many ways. Mm -hmm. I agree. You know, this theme of death, I was, as I was thinking about my choices, I thought there's a couple different ways to explore this theme of death. And one of those is from the perspective of kind of acknowledging our own mortality, our own impending death. And then the second way was the processing of other people that we love, their death. Uh, so the songs that I chose, one speaks to one, one speaks to my own death. The other one speaks to uh, a partner's death. But before I share my song, I, I want to read this quote from uh, The Year of Magical Thinking by Joan Didion we were talking before we started recording the podcast and you were talking about how we've been reading this book in a book club we're in. And it's, it's all about Jones uh, husband's just abrupt death. And it feels like you and I have kind of been in a headspace of thinking about death. This is a pretty emo podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you know how, 
would you say that that that's true that you've kind of been in a headspace of contemplating death with this podcast episode coming up with well the book? yeah yeah i yeah and that's an uncomfortable space for me to to be in quite honestly mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that that book is a lot to digest um, yeah yeah the, the quote that i want to read comes from towards the end of the book she says we are imperfect mortal beings aware of that mortality, even as we pushed away, failed by our very complication. So wired that when we mourn our losses, we also mourn for better or for worse ourselves as we were, as we are no longer, as we will one day not be at all. Just on that note, the, the song I chose is from Cool Country, which I think is the first time we're kind of given that album a shout out. Uh, the song I chose is called A Lifetime to Find. Let's hear a little bit of that. Oh, death, oh, death, I was just getting dressed. This is a mess. I was hoping you'd forget I can feel you in my chest I can feel you in my chest Oh yes, oh yes Death never rests I can see you've done your best Problem is just this It's too late for regrets I am here to collect Takes a lifetime to find A life like the life you had in mind Takes a lifetime to find Life like the life you had in mind Now you're mine This is a conversation between Death and Jeff Tweedy. I'd say it's one of the more country songs on the album. And from what I understand, he is tapping into this old tradition of folk country songs where there's a, there's a conversation with death. I think there's a fairly large catalog of songs that, that uh, have that interaction happening, but they're pretty old timey. So it's, that's kind of cool that he revisited that theme. Um, you know, musically, this song is really peppy. It's really upbeat. The music video, death is a character in it. It's it's lighthearted and funny. But this was filmed. By side note, this was filmed in uh, North Adams, Massachusetts. That's uh, right. During Solid Sound 2022. That's right. Fun fact. All right. Fun anyway. fact. Anyway, yeah, back to back to death. We're full. <laughs> we're full of the fun facts. I hope. Shout out um, to Fun yeah, Facts. Shout out to Death. <laughs> this is a song that it's it's interesting to think about this being potentially written during the pandemic. He's got a line in here where he says, well, I'll, I'll just read the first verse. He says, oh, death, oh, death. I was just getting dressed. The place is a mess. I was hoping you'd forget but I can feel you in my chest. I can feel you in my chest. And I don't know if he was intentionally referencing COVID, but 
it is kind of interesting to think about how present we were to death in the last few years. I want to say this is one of their albums that most explores the theme of death. I, I was trying to rack my brain before this to think about what el- other albums have consistently explored death. I believe this takes the cake. If I'm wrong, folks, feel free to comment on the Instagram account or email us. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a really interesting phenomenon to think about an interaction with death. What, what you would say in the song, Tweety is almost kind of pleading for this moment to pass him by. There's a verse where death responds to Jeff. It says, Oh, Jeff, don't obsess. And again, I know that other bands, I know that other albums deal with death. It's not, this is not unique, but I'm not sure we're always quite so vulnerable about our feelings towards death. Cause Jeff is kind of publicly outing himself like, ah, this is something that I obsess over. And would, would you say that Wilco has helped you process your thoughts about death? Well, let me sit with that for a second. The short answer would be yes, because I think that the art that we regularly expose ourselves to does shape us. I don't share Tweety's views on death in, in terms of religious background and we can get into that at another time but i i've loved his consistently revisiting the theme and i think that that has shaped me Mm -hmm. that's something that it's not a bad thing to to think about what about you uh no honest answer um and that's only because as i've mentioned before my wilco knowledge is is just just starting to pick up but um like you said the you know the art we consume experience shapes us so i'm sure over time i'll have a different answer to that question would you just to just to kind of follow up would you say that other art other albums have shaped the way you think about death yeah so i mean i would say um an album that comes to mind is uh, mount erie's a crow looked at me yes ah man what a heartbreaking album i can't listen to this um all the way through Mm -hmm. um i have to take it in chunks but yeah i I just had to look it up as this was released in 2017 in march march 2017 phil alvarum who goes by mount erie this was the album he wrote after his his wife uh passed away from cancer it's a meditative album it's uh blunt and stripped down and poetic and i don't know if there's an album that matches it in terms of stark uh realness I, i guess when dealing with death and what it leaves for those grieving um yeah the, the only one that would come 
close just in this moment that I'm thinking of would be Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell, which was about the death of his mother, I believe. Yeah, you're right. These are two albums that just linger on death. They kind of get multiple takes because there's multiple songs about death. They get multiple takes to reflect on it. And yeah, that Mount Erie album, that is a just a raw unfiltered i mean it feels like you just put the microphone in front of a guy who yep yep lost his wife yesterday right well should i go on to my second pick here let's do it all right speaking of people dying (laughs) my second choice was on and on and on from sky blue sky the album closer let's take a listen to it on and on and on we'll stay together yeah So a line from this song that I think is beautiful is, however short or long our lives are going to be, I will live in you and you will live in me. So Jeff wrote this song for his dad after his mom passed away during the making of Sky Blue Sky. And so these lyrics are kind of directed toward his dad. I think that's beautiful. You're forever... Uh, linked together despite the finality of death and I, I, I think about that again with my own daughter and there's something beautiful about that that I will always be a part of her she'll always be a part of me no matter what yes in, in the face of grief there's some hope in those lyrics mm-hmm. like death can't overcome what we've created while while we've been alive the connection we formed exactly yeah it's it's a very beautiful song too Mm -hmm. like uh the melody it could Mm -hmm. have been it could have been really ominous or depressing and while i feel like it does capture uh a kind of melancholy it still is is moving and then i think about the way that it kind of swells and it feels kind of triumphant at the end it's it is almost feels like it ends in a celebration of that connection that you're talking about Mm -hmm. yeah and it's a great way to to end the album and kind of send the listener off with that kind of hopeful feeling Mm -hmm.
there's something about what you were just saying about your daughter and the way that she's what did you say imprinted on you <laughs> twilight twilight which you, <laughs> we had to get that in here at some point in Shout an episode out to twilight <laughs> no we're uh, i think we're what, what's the word i use i think forever a part of each other yeah love that choice love that song choice that's awesome all right well take us home with your second my second is from ode to joy before i say the song let me just say this i think have you noticed that i've been choosing albums that are uh let's see here post sky blue sky i think the last two episodes i think so yeah, because you were you were pretty camped out on Schmilko for a while. Schmilko, yes. And I think I had an Ode to Joy choice last time. You did. I think that I am wanting to promote this current iteration of the band, which has been together longer than any other iteration of the band. But like you were talking about last time, they, they got together with Sky Blue Sky. I love these guys. I love this combination. So I am going to promote these albums that sometimes get compared to Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, Summer Teeth, and they're sometimes deemed inferior. And I say, screw that. These are <laughs> these are fantastic. He's still got some of his best work coming out. Anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. Uh, the song I chose is White Wooden Cross. Let's hear a little bit of that. Wooden Cross So this is a song where I, I'm a, I'm assuming that it's fairly realistic, but the singer observes a white wooden cross by the by the side of the road, which we've all seen before. And he says, "One someone lost that I did not know," and then he takes on this train of thought of what would I do if there was a white wooden cross signifying that I had lost you. And, and it kind of goes on from there, right? A thought appeared like morning dew. My blood ran cold as these sad ideas passed through. And so that kind of goes into that. Well, kind of like your last song choice, Morgan. Morning of someone else, someone else's death pretty pretty melancholy i i think 
I would assume most songs like this, where someone is writing a song about their loved one having died, I feel like it would be, you know, more maybe romantic. Do you know what I mean, though? I feel like most songs that deal with the topic like this would be, you know, almost uh, maybe mushy in terms of like just glorifying the person. And my where I'm going with this is I really like that Tweety is it's kind of like a a panic that overtakes him. Just like, whoa, what what if one of these crosses I pass on the road was you? My blood would run cold, you know. That this is a sad idea. Well, maybe maybe it is because it's so common, you know? Like you you almost see one of these crosses every time you drive on the freeway and and how often do you stop to think about the impact of that loss the family that was impacted mm-hmm. i don't normally do that well maybe sometimes but yeah it's one of those on. it's one of those things exactly you see it and you're like oh that's really sad i wonder what happened and then you just kind of keep going when, when i see those closer to like my house they always have more of an impact on me Hmm. just because it's like oh man this was someone from my community you know yeah you know i i might feel a little desensitized by death and i think what makes me think that is in preparing for this podcast episode I was excited to talk about a topic that is often not talked about, but I didn't feel the hesitation. I I almost sense that you feel that Morgan, like a, this is not going to be fun, but let's do it. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) And I feel just a little bit kind of numb. Another part of this song that I really like, I, I don't understand how it connects with, the narrative of the white wooden cross, but he has two lines that he, I'll just read them. Cause he kind of alters them the second time he comes back to him. He asks, is it stranger to live? Is it stranger to die? And then later he asks, is it stranger to live? Is it stranger to be alive? Uh, the first questions there though, is it stranger to live? Is it stranger to die? I love that because it's, it, it is such a strange, unnatural phenomenon that we're talking about here. And yet I say unnatural, it's, it's also so natural yeah no i I pulled up the lyrics and that stuck out to me as well Hmm. i think what makes it unnatural is is like yeah biologically like everyone knows we're going to die but still our our brains can't wrap around the idea of what that actually means do you think you're more afraid 
<laughs> sorry, <laughs> we're just going to go deep here. <laughs> Do you think you're more afraid to die or <laughs> to experience the death of someone you love? Oh, definitely afraid, more afraid of someone I love. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Because then you have to live with it. Yeah, I think I agree. Well, this is just a real uh, uplifting episode. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun. (laughs) (laughs) We all think about dying. Don't let it kill you. Oh, yeah. Bringing it full circle. All right. Well, Lance, it's been uh, a real joy talking to you about death tonight. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's some interesting interesting perspectives for sure. Some interesting perspectives. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Please leave that in, <laughs> please, <laughs> because we need moments of levity and, and you, do. yeah, we certainly do. I think this is one of those episodes where just like we started, we didn't know how to jump in and here we are at the end and everybody made it with us. Well, if you're listening, you made it with us, <laughs> <laughs> but it's always a joy to deconstruct some of these Wilco songs with you and and next time we'll we'll bring a little bit more levity and we're going to be talking about what else love songs because it's the season of love valentine's day uh so tune in next time for another episode of wilco the podcast it's been a real pleasure lance anything else you'd like to share good to go man this was i wasn't gonna say fine this was nice yeah Cool. All right. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time.